0: Dudes to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. We are back we are back i'm jason kreidman i'm alan bush and this is dudes to dads episode 178 (laughs)
1: let's whistle for a bit
0: are you a good you're a good whistler i can't whistle actually i can huh there we go. There we go. Dueling whistles. <laughs> yeah, I can't do the really loud one, though. <laughs> oh, and the guys yeah. go, deep. My dad used
1: to be able to do that. Yeah, I can never see how they did that. It's amazing. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs>
0: Anyways, uh, re- <laughs> today's topic, reducing mealtime battles with toddlers. Oh, geez. Yeah, this is a doozy. Yeah. This one is a doozy. Um, mealtime can be pretty frustrating, especially with toddlers and whether they are refusing to eat mm-hmm. or they're just acting like a crazy toddler. <laughs> um, I just have visions
1: of kids throwing food. Oh, you know, that's it's true. It's in their hair. It can
0: really get to you as a parent. Yeah. You know, um, it's funny. My um, One of my sisters has a famous memory that when she first had her children and they were like, I think they had like gotten up from the table and they were doing some whatever. And I was like, God, I will never... So I said something to the effect, like, <laughs> completely judgmental. Like, last yeah, like I will, n- my kids will never do that. And of course my kids did that. Yeah, the first thing they did was. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm never going to judge again. <laughs> At least that week I didn't, but I still did. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just something where, you know, we're primarily talking a, a lot. What I'm talking about is dinner time because mm-hmm. it's a time where people have the meal together. But it certainly can apply to other meals. Right. And so I definitely want to offer some tips. Um, I can't tell you that I have this one totally figured out. Um, you know, so it's not like I'm coming here and going, <laughs> oh, well, got it. Nailed it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, my children are now eight and ten.
1: Right. So, As the title years.
0: Yeah. Um, so things are obviously much easier, <laughs> smoother. Yeah. Um, but I do remember many, many years of battles and <laughs> still the occasional... Discussion. It. <laughs> it's not as much of a battle. Cause we've kind of just, you kind of know eventually how to deal with it right. or you just don't deal with it anymore. Yeah. You get tired of it.
1: Yeah. Um, but so yeah. what ages are you considering like other more complicated?
0: Ones? Um, I, I think like, well, toddlers, I think of like two to four, two to five, gotcha. probably two to, you know, yeah. Two to four mm-hmm. is toddler. or So, yeah. um, but I think you're still going to have problems to five, six, some seven, seven, eight, Mm-hmm. You know, it can still happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's just not every single time, right? It's not yeah. every meal, right? <laughs> um, and there's other factors. They can be really tired. Mm-hmm. I don't. I didn't even talk about that one. You know, there's there's many different factors, mm-hmm. but here's a few things that have helped us. You know, these are real. These are things that we've done um, to reduce battles. Now, I should say it doesn't eliminate them, mm-hmm. but it reduces them. Mm-hmm. So, number one. Get the kids involved in the cooking. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it seems when they help cook it,
1: they're more interested in doing it. And we talked about this before where it's going to take twice as long. Yes, but you have to be still, prepared. For, yeah. So and and you and now you you actually did a previous episode a while back, and I think and I think he showed me a picture of the uh, the guacamole. Guacamole, night. yeah, the guacamole night. I think that was
0: kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, it's fun my, to make. It's my kids will was, eat that anyways. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yes, you're right. I mean, we've we've tried, and my wife will try. Like she makes muffins, and mm. she'll try to include my daughter, and, and yeah. sort of just in doing that. So yeah, I mean, I, I think we could probably do a better job with that, but a lot of it it just becomes time. Sure. You know, I mean, if you're on a Saturday afternoon and you got a bunch of time, then yeah. great. Right. But, um, you know, working and doing the other things, it's it's hard sometimes. Yeah, you yeah. can't always do that. Um, but it, it's something to, to consider. Uh, number two, don't force the food. Mm-hmm. So here's what happens is oftentimes they will complain that they're not hungry mm-hmm. or they'll mention they're not hungry. Right. So at least with us, we just said, okay, you're not hungry. Don't, don't eat. Don't eat. Now, when they get hungry, or you have to explain it to them, and now a three-year-old doesn't really understand this, um, but they're going to eat what they were supposed to eat. Right. So we will save it Mm -hmm. and say, well, that's great. So 10 hours later, when you still haven't eaten, (laughs) you're going to eat that. Yeah. Um, Hence the famous two-day tuna fish sandwich battle or maybe it was a turkey sandwich battle at our house What? yeah my child one of my child uh children who were, will remain will remain nameless uh-huh. did not eat their food for over a day and a half wow at least yeah, yeah. um and we went to an amusement park and they still wouldn't eat it okay and it wasn't, so, it was something that they've eaten regularly. Sure. It wasn't like, you know, a tuna fish, yeah? I think it was a tuna, well,
1: I think either it way, was a tuna fish yeah. sandwich.
0: Yeah. It may have been a turkey sandwich okay. or something, but yeah. it was something they ate regularly sure. and they just decided they didn't want to eat it and they wanted something else. And we were militant about it <laughs> and it went a whole day and a half and eventually they ate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it didn't have like green fuzz on it. No.
1: No no penicillin, but, but that would have I mean. been okay too. They
0: would have learned their lesson. <laughs> yeah. You know, try it now. <laughs> we're pretty strict about that. And I think partly that is because we are strict about our food. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a, um, we're pretty regimented. We eat very healthy. Yeah. So I think food, it just happens to be that we're sort of strict that way. Right. You know, I don't think all parents are, and it may not work for them that way. They don't want to be, that's fine. But then don't complain that your kids aren't you right. Know, you yeah. can't have both. Yeah. You know, if you're not complaining, it's like, you know, it's like anything. If you're not complaining about your business, then you, that's okay. Yeah. But if you're, you know, your your actions have to match your complaint level. Yes, or whatever it is. If, yeah, something you know. like that. <laughs> um, so don't force the food. Um, you know, and and don't get soft and give them snacks. Right. So what'll happen is, you know, they say, "Well, I didn't. I'm not hungry." So the dinner goes away, and then they end up getting a snack later because they're hungry. Right. Don't. I would use that technique too, if it worked, you know, who wouldn't want to just go snack later. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's not a good one. Number three, be sure to not ruin the meal beforehand. So make sure they come to the table hungry. Mm -hmm. If that's what you're wanting. I mean, if you're wanting to have a, like a family meal and you're wanting everyone to eat at that time, I mean, then so be it. Yeah. You know, um, it's interesting. It's as I mature <laughs> and also experiment with different types of eating schedules. Mm-hmm. Like I'm now doing some intermittent fasting, okay. which I don't know if you're aware of, but it's like, you know, longer periods of fasting yeah. within using or, you know, taking in all your calories during a shorter amount of time, but it's like still eating the same amount of food and just. I've I'm starting to understand food a little better and sort of at least for me and realizing like everybody's different. (laughs) Like, yeah, you
1: know, metabolisms and and
0: upbringing. Totally. And And so what, what happens when you're a parent, at least it did for me, is like when I was hungry. Yeah. I made the assumption that my child was hungry too. Right. Because I felt hunger. I was like, okay, well, it's time to eat. Come on, we're eating. Yeah. And the truth is, is they may have a, to- I mean, I, they just have a different schedule. And I know, and we, re- we realize this, and this is why when my kids were really young, my wife it was real adamant about me being home earlier, mm-hmm. is that the kids needed to eat earlier. Yeah. They were starving at like four o'clock, <laughs> you know, four, 4.30. Yeah, yeah. And so what would happen is either they had to get a snack or- you know, we had to eat earlier and we wanted to have our family dinners. Yeah. So I have to be home earlier if that's, if I wanted to do that. And so you just, you have to consider that. Like you have to consider that not everybody has the same schedule that you do. Yeah. You know, I recall eating dinner at,
1: I want to say six was kind of the, mm-hmm. the main time to eat dinner, but I know some families I knew would eat at like five thirty, yeah, and some would be like at seven.
0: Well, that happens now. I mean, when we're, our kids are playing out outside yeah. and we, we, I mean, I recall this many times where I'm like, okay, time for dinner. And like, they're the only ones coming in. I mean, other <laughs> kids are like another hour or two yeah. or, you know, yeah. or, eight, you know, so it's, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It is interesting. Um, just yeah. the timing can be different. So, but, but I'm saying even individually, so if your kid is, you know, have them come to the table hungry. If mm-hmm. that's how you want it want it to be, right? Uh, just don't give them something that's too close, you know. And that can be something to drink too, mm-hmm. you know. If they're getting something to drink, that's still calories. It's still filling. Yeah. So be aware of that. Where it's like, oh no, it's just they're having juice or yeah. Yeah, milk or something. Uh, number four, expect that a child that's two to six years old. Is probably going to have some difficulty sitting down for a meal. <laughs> Just expect it. Yeah. Um, you know, good luck if you want to go to a restaurant. May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that's, that that <laughs> that didn't happen very often yeah.
1: when we had small children. The cool restaurants have the little coloring thing, and yeah, you know, yeah. Well, they try. They, yeah, they yeah, try.
0: try. They try to keep you occupied. Um, what I would recommend, though, as part of that, is is eat in a designated place. Mm-hmm every time so it becomes routine you know ideally the dinner table yeah but you know there's certainly other situations that don't I can't do that or they don't have that or whatever so okay every day we eat dinner here Mm -hmm. and that's the only place you eat dinner you don't eat dinner walking around right you don't eat dinner at the sofa some days but and like we did the things where on a weekend Mm -hmm. we might have dinner you know in a different place Mm -hmm. or something like that like Um, like in the family room, or we, you know, something like that. But very, you know, that was something that was like a special occasion or something.
1: No, it's interesting, you know, I, I, you know, when I go to different people's houses, especially in college where I was exposed to different cultures, you know, different, mm-hmm. and um, I remember my ex really was, uh, you know, from Laos mm-hmm. and every, night or every evening with the whole family mm-hmm. and they're all adults pretty much. She was pretty much the second youngest of her whole family and they could get sit and get a mat down and put the foods there and each person get a little a bowl of like mm-hmm. sticky rice and then they use it to eat there. But everything's is family style. Yep. So you had to be with the family to eat. <laughs> you yeah. couldn't just bring your own dish to go somewhere. <laughs> right. Your dish is this little thing no, that's and cool. you and yeah, just yeah. eat it. With it. Yeah.
0: yeah no it's an important part of the culture mm-hmm. then you know to 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 make sure that the family's there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah I I it's just interesting to have a designated place. I think the routine, you know, kids love routine. And so that's going to help establish that precedence that mm-hmm. like, Hey, this is mealtime. This is what we do during mealtime. You know, me growing up, we had very, very specific, like, this is where I sat. I mean, I, I was my specific oh, chair. Yeah, chair and everything. Yeah. I mean, we had this, these were our chairs. These were our locations. We all sat here. We, you know, we we had to set the table. We had to do that. Like it was very regimented. Mm-hmm. Um, So yeah, and and it worked, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I have a, I, what I think is a healthy association with food, Mm -hmm. you know, well, maybe other people wouldn't, (laughs) eating healthy food isn't necessarily a healthy association. (laughs) Uh, Number five, you are not a short order cook. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we heard this phrase a lot. I say this phrase a lot. Well, this is what's for dinner. Mm -hmm. That's what you say. Um, If it's possible, try to eliminate substitutes. And uh, just so they can get used to eating what's expected. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to want to certainly, you know, plan meals that you hope everyone can enjoy. Right. Um, but, you know, each family member doesn't get a separate meal. Right. And I've seen that. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, this is what's for dinner. That, that's what works. Now, if hey, you want to be a short order cook. These are all things that worked for me. Mm. Go for it. Right. But I'm not going to waste my time doing that. So. Yeah. Um, it wastes a lot of time. It's organization. I mean, there's just so much effort. Yeah. Involved. Yeah. And uh, I just don't think so. <laughs> not going to work here. Not going to work here. Uh, number six, pressure and yelling won't work. No, of course not. So, you know, you really just, you don't want your child to have a negative association with food mm-hmm. and certainly not to have anxiety around food. Mm-hmm. And I have seen this. It was a big issue in our parenting class that I was part of. Um, A a couple dealt with this quite extensively and the father was was really got upset Mm -hmm. and and I I could see I mean how that happens I totally identify with it Mm -hmm. but what was interesting was to hear the effect that it had on the child Mm -hmm. because it was done for such a long period of time and the child had sort of an extreme fear Mm -hmm. of foods and all kinds of stuff and so um, it was a big issue you know and they had to go to therapy and all that stuff and he's gotten a lot better but um, part of that was just you Know the parents taking it so seriously, yeah, that it's like you know, yelling at the child, like, you're gonna eat, I don't care what you do, but you know, and so we had a we, we all have to just ease up a little bit, right? And right. I found what I eased up, you know, it doesn't change the situation, but it just doesn't get me upset, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? sure. I don't need to get upset doing it, right? And kind of along those lines is number seven, don't take it personally. Mm-hmm. So, we often as parents, when our children don't follow directions or they're not doing what we say or, or whatever we feel often like it's a, it's a personal attack on us Mm -hmm. or it's offensive to us. And the truth is they're not battling to get back at you. They're Mm -hmm. not, I mean, that has nothing to do with their, in their mind. Um, They're arguing because they're a toddler, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're learning their way around the world, right? They're, they're learning how to function. They're learning these things. So yeah, just don't take it personally. Yeah. It, you can't. You can't um, because it's not personal,
1: right? Unless the food's really terrible. <laughs> but then that's whoever cooked <laughs> well, it. Yeah, exactly. And if it's you, then take it break.
0: Well, yeah. And th- those are some other things we can probably talk about in a different podcast of like how to deal with. Like finicky eaters. Well, finicky, which we have done. But, um, you know, when you don't like the food. Yeah. I mean, just quite frankly, you just don't like the food. Yeah. You know, do you want to force someone to eat the food that you don't like? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's up for interpretation. Yeah. And finally, number eight, most important one of all, turn off. All screens and distractions. (laughs) This one weaves its way into a lot of our episodes. Everything. Everything. No computers. Yeah.
1: Cell phones. I I dare say
0: TV during mealtime. Now, I know for many families, television is probably where they gather. Yeah, around for the, yeah, around for the.
1: I, I will say when I when I lived with my grandparents, um, we would eat dinner. We had like little TV trays and watched the show that was on that mm-hmm. my grandparents like to watch, and we would eat together, but in front of the TV, basically. with no interaction. No, we'd interact and laugh and talk with each other. Okay. You know and, and they were they were pretty hip grandparents. You know,
0: so but, did you? You felt like that was a good experience, but yeah. you never really then got a chance to talk about your day or anything. I, well, I, I did
1: that earlier because I was you know we we ate around six. I remember so you still. Had
0: things. communication like yeah. that, but you guys did it in a different way. We just did it in a different way yeah. because for many, there's not a lot of opportunities, especially mm-hmm. if like you're coming home from work, whatever. So, dinner is the place, yeah, to often talk. And yeah. so, my my thought would be is to not have those distractions, yeah. You know, so we can't have our, our phones at the table, yeah. Um, you know, kids certainly can't have their electronics or toys. Well, or then, like that. then that becomes very distracting, especially now where the things are right in the palm
1: of your hand. Well, if you turn it.
0: it upside down, it's totally okay. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's a Simon Sinek yeah, thing. Yeah, right. He's like, don't you know the person who puts it upside down? Oh, how thank you so much for putting your phone upside down on the table. That just means you're not going to pay attention to it. So much courtesy. Um, but, you know, and, and in my house too, we, we've made a special occasion would be in front of the TV. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that is on a Saturday night right. that we are going to watch some movie or something yeah. like that. Then that yeah. might be the case. Right. But we, uh, you know, that's the other thing. We don't watch a lot of TV, right. so it, it varies. But, my, you know, here's the thing. If you're distracted with screens and, you know, TV and other things, then you're not talking. Yeah. Most likely. Right you know and that is a time that was really really valuable in my own life mm-hmm. growing up where dinner time was a big deal. Mm-hmm. and so I just to me in my personal view, that's like it was very valuable. you know that's where I did get to talk about my day even when I didn't want to. right Yeah, <laughs> you know, but I got to hear about else what was else was going on. Yeah, I got to hear you know feedback and I got to sort of understand and it's like that was a family bonding time. and and there's a lot of studies of showing how important family dinners are. right. So if you are having those dinners, Thou's dinners. (laughs) Thou's dinners. Um, Turn the screens off. Right. Just most of the time. Yeah. You know, at least or designate times when you can do it. Right. So that's it. Those are the tips. Right on. Um, I I think there's definitely, you know, there are battles that will go on for millennium. uh,
1: (laughs) Sounds very dramatic.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, those eons of battling. Yeah. Those, those toddlers can really get to you. So uh, just stick with it, people. Yes. Um, Just, just be patient. patient. (laughs) And if anyone has any feedback on anything that they've done to reduce the mealtime battles, things that have worked for them, haven't worked for them. Yeah. What should they do?
1: They should write to us, podcasts at com, or show us your battles on Twitter. <laughs> with the social media handle at Dudes to Dads. Facebook, Deuce to uh, If you have a video of you guys doing battling, send it to us on our YouTube channel. Um, it's on Dad University and also uh, link to us if you have a link and it's a decent video. Might as well link it up right there and show us in the comments. For sure. And, um, and there's some great stuff from, De- from Jason at the Dad University and Dudes to Dads there. And then uh, please, if you do nothing else, go to Stitcher and iTunes and leave some reviews and some great stars and thumbs up and uh, and please subscribe to those channels that it really helps perpetuate the show.
0: Awesome. Well, Alan, thank you as always. Thank you. And we will see you next time. See you next time.